And we're back to Heart Fails 73. What was that? Design, Design your, own? your own freedom. It sounds like just something you can say that sounds really good but has no meaning. There's no substance to it, but it could mean anything. It could mean anything. Design your own freedom. We should start that store where people can come in and design their own freedom. Nobody knows what it means. We could have a lot of variety for people to choose from. It's just a sign-making shop. and Not even a sign. You just get a little button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you only choose from like select scenes. These are the it's ones you all can... All generic. Cho- you can't... You can... There's lots of backgrounds, though. <laughs> you can... Like thousands of different shades and colors. All and with an designs. inane... But eight different slogans. Slogan, okay, flogans. Mine would be a flogan. Yeah. A freedom slogan. It's a flogan. It's real. <laughs> you just made it. We're testing audio equipment. Yeah. That's why you're out here again. <clears throat> There's a lot wa- of noise. No, I, I don't think you hear it. We're outside on our okay, deck again. Because I, I can hear it. If you can't, then it's fine. I'm worried there's a like a chainsaw or there's a weed air whacker. conditioners. There's crickets and frogs. Birds, crows. There's a lot of yeah, there's just kind of a general Sorbos. hum. The hum of nature. It's beautiful. Yeah, I think it should some be children very are relaxing. Squealing. I think I'm did you see like I have a hive on my forehead? From what? I don't know. From goat cheese? Could be. But we went to a goat farm. I today. got a like something here from eating the corn. Well, that's because you're smacking a corn on the cob all over salty. your face. It was salty. Well, I think the salt or something. Salt and, and then the fake butter. And then my eyes got on. kind of itchy. Well, then I can eat butter like some kind of German. Or No, I'm just joking. I have no idea. That is so ethnic profiling right there. It is. Just because I'm German, I'm going to eat butter. Yeah, well, show me one who doesn't. <laughs> well, you're German. I don't know. Somewhat. An American. We are. So. Adam is me. And you are? Jessica. And your relationship to me? Well, nine years ago. Oh, I actually forgot. <laughs> I mean, I remembered, but I forgot that it was <laughs> still that day. forgot that we were day. married. No, it was still that day. It's actually our wedding anniversary today. Yeah. But it's been such a long day. Like, is that still going on? Is that still the same day as it was when we woke up? We oh. went to a goat farm. Yeah. It was really hot and goaty. Uh, I have that feeling like when I got in the car, does it still does it smell like goat in here? Or did I just, is it just like in my nose from being there? It wasn't bad though. It wasn't like, I mean, no offense to pig farmers, but it wasn't like going to a pig farm. <laughs> It seems work, you know. We have, we've just, the, the pig farmer demographic has left. <laughs> well. They know, they know that they're stinky. They're I mean, my cousins. They're not listening. They, get, they have could. to own it. If you, you're, if, if you're a pig farmer and you know that you're stinkier than goat you're, farmers. The farmers aren't. Well, the, the environment. The environment. And the environment sticks to you. Yeah. My shorts did smell like goat farm. <laughs> When I got home. Sorry, it was like a snorting. That was awesome. I my can't... shorts smelled like goat farm. <laughs> I 
can't wait for you to hear this. I, I'm only I'm the only one with the um, headphones. We have brand new microphones. Hopefully this sounds nicer. The staccato is the staccato like a thing. Yes, but I th- didn't know you knew musical. Do I have a terminal? Sta- do I have a staccato? I I don't know. <laughs> no idea either I'm trying to learn you took music didn't you well everybody did i i failed recorder in third grade well you know that why would you bring that up <laughs> okay we got to get into it what were we talking about earlier there was some there was some conversation or oh i know it was the i watched a video of a politician and she was basically chastising some sort of somebody who was in a subcommittee whatever i don't even know what it was for but she started talking about her faith and christianity which i don't think she actually ever used the word christianity but she did use the name jesus and one of the things that she kept on saying she she was first first of all chastised she was chat what's that chastising chastising people for using the name for misusing scripture to justify things. Right. And then she was pretty much proceeded to Use. justify her position by telling us what scripture actually said, which the theology and scripture was so far off. So base. she was doing what she criticized people Correct. of doing. Yeah. Which does she know that she's doing it? Does she, is she honestly think, you well, know, we, I don't know. Because when I brought it up to you, I was talking about one of the comments she made was that every single person is holy and every single person is sacred. Oh, and you brought up. That in, in that documentary, American Gospel, somebody wrote a book and I, I didn't go in and look to find out who they were referring to. But she had, she was basically redefining words in her book so that now you could describe something such as being holy holy, and it had a completely different meaning she had her own definition of that so it changes everything when you make your own definition of a word because words have words mean something Words have power right and in order to carry on a conversation with somebody in order to understand what somebody's saying you have to have an understanding of what the person is actually trying to say and that was the thing with this politician was she was chastised chast wow how come i can't chastising Mm -hmm. right yeah i i want to leave that s out I don't want that S to be in there. Well, it's a hard word, I Can guess. Can I take it out? Nope. Is that allowed? Because you cannot. Nowadays? You're changing <laughs> the word now. So chastising these people. And one of the main things that she was saying was that Jesus would be helping the poor. And Jesus would be feeding the poor. And Jesus would be... Um, Providing universal health care. Yes, or just something really... through all this political checklist... That your instant reaction when I was telling you this was like, no, that was the complete opposite. He didn't do that. I mean, even in the story of the perfume and they're like, well, what do you. Yeah, she broke this really expensive perfume on you and how, you know, we could have sold that and given it to the poor. 
and he actually chastises them yes. and says, don't talk bad about her. She did something beautiful, did it, and yeah. her name is going to be remembered forever. And we do you're, talk about her a lot. You're always going to have the poor, mm-hmm. but you're not always going to have me here. And the number one thing, because I've driven around the, the cities here recently, like as in the last 10 years or so. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. And one of the things that I've noticed as well is signs in people's lawns that say, love your neighbor. This includes, and then it gives like a checklist of different people that it includes. I was like, well, yes, you're supposed to love them, but what do you mean by love? And that goes along with the changing definition there. Oh, like the tolerance we talked about. There's where That's where it comes in. Yeah, I forgot about that. So tolerance... Tolerance is putting up with something. It doesn't mean agreeing and accepting, but I think... However, nowadays... Now, now when someone says tolerance, that means you have to agree with them or... Support them, support agree with them. and agree and just kind of... So tolerance went from meaning being able to... Get along, get along without right without conflict has now meant you have to get along and you have to agree agree and accept and and that goes with that's the changing of a word right because you can tolerate a lot of things that you don't agree with or that you don't like but how long have we been married i don't know nine years nine years i'm kidding As today how much tolerance have you needed well probably a lot do you always agree with me no do you tolerate me though sure do you work on changing my mind about things sometimes do you successfully do this i don't know (laughs) (laughs) no you were right about a lot of things we're not gonna refuse (laughs) i I just i'm not gonna ask the same question of you i guess i'll just but as a parent i mean you learn to tolerate your children's behavior you do not agree with your child's behavior and this is a struggle every day in the car we just went through it today because our son he's very sensitive to sounds especially sounds sounds and smells and yeah he's sounds sense very sensitive did not have a problem on the goat farm but once we got in the car and our daughter had a sucker or some candy he's losing it he can't stand the sound of like smacking lips or even he'll be looking at her he'll stare at her and he'll have that look at his face like how dare you do this in front of me and it's like Look away, dude. Look out the window. He just, he, but he, he can't has... stop looking. It just infuriates him so much because he can't stand the sound of it. So we actually, for the most part, we accommodate him in this to a certain extent. Right. We tell him over and over, hey, you got to get over it. There's some things that I kind of like, I, I get it and I agree with him. Like, let's, that loud chewing and things that people do and it, can we just have a some sound to cover up we, we could play some music during dinner time yeah, or whatever i get it there's some things that i get 
But usually the thing that I'll tell them is, hey, you're going to grow up and you're going to get married and you're going to have kids and you're going to have friends and people that you're out to restaurants with or whatever. And you're not going to be able to have this behavior with them. You're not going to be able to say, could you stop chewing your food? Yeah, or there's some smells from the other table or there's some <laughs> different foods that I can't stand looking at. I mean, you might have to tolerate some things. But that's where tolerance really gets its... Yeah. Like, you have to build up a tolerance to other people. Sure. Because anything, any single person that you meet, you're going to like a lot of things about them, but there's going to be quirks and traits that and little habits that just annoy you. Yeah, and if you talk, you can tolerate it. But you don't encourage them. Hey, Zora, Alaric needs to tolerate you. I think you should smack more your lips. Right. Like, just do it. Maybe you should get closer to his ears. To help him just he should, build up a tolerance. He should support you yeah. in this. Because those are the noises you want to make. <laughs> Does she want to make them? No. I don't think she, I think she honestly doesn't try. I mean, she's. She's being a normal person and eating. Well, you're way louder a, than she is. I know. And you have Because you're the dad, though. That's one of the things I've always been pointing out to our son is that I make way more noises. I make much more obnoxious noises just in me it's, being an old dude compared yeah. to but a But you're a loud girl. eater, not being able to breathe through your nose properly. And so I try to be understanding, but really, you know, it'd be, I get it. I get where he's coming. He probably doesn't want to say anything because you're the dad. I like how you're subtly pointing out all my physical flaws to people. Well, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to make an excuse for it. You're not just doing it. I was born this you way. You don't have to. We can edit that part out somehow. I don't I know don't how. Know anybody who's seen my nose should realize that it's deformed beyond tolerance. Well. <laughs> no, but that was, I mean, back to kind of the... The reason that I really brought it up and the reason I'm bringing it up now is because this politician, she's so adamant and she's so zealous for, for what she stands for and for what she believes. But it's so biblically false. Unsound, yeah. It's yeah, unsound biblically. It bothers me because it's taking the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and it's smearing him beyond recognition one of those things that every single person has done in their life but what we're seeing now is large groups of people and that's one of the things that she pointed out she's like well scripture was used in um i, I can't remember the specific i think she said slavery or whatnot to justify to justify slavery and it's like anybody can go back and look at the slavery in the United States and see it was actually the Christian church that abolished it. It was the, a small portion of Christianity that recognized, no, this is wrong. It wasn't Christianity that was justifying it. It was people that were Use justifying it and they were twisting scripture. In order to make it seem right, right. and acceptable. And that goes to, you can look throughout history. The slavery movement in the U.S. was abolished, starting with uh, um, different pastors and Christian leaders and turned out into a war. And that helped things to abolish it. Um, over in England, they didn't have a war. They just had 
um, Wilbur William Wilbur oh, I can't remember his name. I think it's Wilbur Wil Wilbur for Force. I should really I should have somebody on well, you fact checked her on fact this. Checking but it was it was a pastor names. who really led the abolitionist movement in England, and they didn't have a war. They How had, did that even start, though? What do you mean? Why were they even doing it to begin with? Well, that's a different story. Well, that goes throughout selfishness. Well, yeah. And that's where you get to... It was punishable by death, according to the Old Testament, taking someone against their will. Yeah. And We just read through Leviticus. Yeah. We just read you, through if all If anyone these. who takes someone against their will... But that was one of the things that we mentioned in going through Leviticus as well, is the... The, the slavery that's mentioned in Leviticus is more akin to indentured servitude. So if you right. got into debt, in order to get out of debt, you would you become would a slave. You would go and be a worker. Now, there was situations where Israel would go and conquer the heathens, and yeah, they would put them to slavery. But it was never justified by God. God never said, you can abuse other human Just beings. Just because somebody did it doesn't mean... Like it's that happened. Yeah, just because something happened and it's documented there doesn't mean. I did not expect to get on slavery. No, here. I, I don't apologize. really know. We, we um, don't need to. We but, can change back to what we're talking about. <laughs> That's the thing. I never know what we're talking about. We were just I don't talking about. I very much. Oh, misusing words. Misusing words, tolerance, and yeah, the justification of sinful actions. Mm -hmm. So if the argument that this politician had was, well, Christianity was used to justify sinful actions. That's just false. It wasn't used. It was twisted. Because any Christian would know that we're supposed to actually love everybody in the true sense of the word. Which is showing kindness, showing care, showing compassion. This is actually a spiritual sense. This is not simply a physical sense but physical sense comes into it as well we would never i was uh james i think it might have been a year or two ago whatever was in the news cycle it always changes but i kind of asked him i said i don't think that a christian should ever march for anything and i said how do you feel about that and he kind of was taken aback, and I don't actually remember his answer, so I'm not going to try and give his answer right now because I don't remember it. I don't want to put words in his mouth. But, hey, James, send me a message <laughs> or next po podcast. We'll talk about what your answer was. Yeah. But I don't see anything. And the, the example of Jesus with the, the, the woman who broke the expensive perfume or whatever and anointed his feet. There sometimes needs to be action taken against people who are doing things that are wrong. Like, um, you know, when they're polluting Lake Superior and people wanted to get that cleaned up. Correct. And they There's, needed some action taken. I don't think a Christian should ever march for something. Right. Because I don't think marching actually affects anything. I don't think holding a sign up in and of itself accomplishes anything and that's where you know i told james the other day i said uh that people like him because he's willing to do things like he's willing to do things on social media and get somebody along somebody asks him to yeah do you know do push-ups or do whatever kind of thing like he'll do that like me i don't my mind doesn't work like that at all i'm like what's the point like what are you doing and uh 
when, when you get to like nonprofits and doing different walks or runs or fundraisers and all that kind of stuff, I'm very much from the standpoint of I would rather just go find a person and talk to them. Like I feel like that's more beneficial than doing some kind of walk or collecting money or yeah, anything Yeah, I don't like understand that. that, I guess. I get it because it's the way that they've been doing it. I mean, there's... I find it disruptive, especially when you live in the city. Oh, yeah, when we lived over in St. And Paul. people want to, like, always... I'm going to do my thing now so everybody else settle down while we do our thing. And then you can look at us doing our thing and, you know, we feel really good about it. Well, good for you, I guess, but why did you... Why can't I get out of my why parking Why can't I lot? get out of my... <laughs> well, I can't get from one side of the neighborhood to the other. Well... It's, it's because you're selfish. Jessica. Yeah, I'm so selfish that I would like to go, yeah. But that's where uh, I got to go back to kind of the original point about uh, this, this politician saying that Jesus was all about love your neighbor and going to the signs and seeing the signs on the, the yard that say love your neighbor. This includes all these different people. The one thing that I never, ever hear anybody say who starts saying that and I never see it on any signs, is that's actually the second greatest commandment. Right. I never see the first greatest commandment, and that's where I'm coming from. That's why it bothers me so much, because the focus evidently is all on the second commandment as far as the greatest commandments, according to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone's thinking in their head and doesn't know, the first greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, soul. with all your mind, mind, and with all your strength. And there's a couple different... We mixed up the words. We, I mixed up the words. But actually, it's the, in Deuteronomy, I think, it's I, the Lord, I am the Lord, the Lord God, the Lord is one. Hmm. I'm drastically well, misquoting this. John, I mean, can you fill the gap? I, I don't know. We could talk about which. <laughs> the first. While I Google this, I mean. Oh yeah. Okay. There's not. I can't <laughs> fill gaps. I could talk about. Talk things. about our bunny. Oh, I don't know where she is. She's, She's trapped in a, in a cage. little caged area. We saw another old bunny today. That was kind of hopping around outside and felt bad for him because he'd lost his other little bunny friend. Is that all? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm Let's talk at about what irritates me in, about in life. Well, everybody's irritated. Everybody, wow, I can't. Apparently, when I Google, I get away from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are the buttons that could be in... The slogan is, when, when I, I Google, Google, I get away from the microphone. Okay, so but Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then verse 5 is, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. 
write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So they've left that out and on their gates and on their foreheads and on their door frames, they've put love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not disagreeing with the love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I don't think they're trying to, even though they're quoting the Bible, they're not quoting it because they believe in the Bible. They quote it because they like, they like the, they think they're pointing out hypocrisy. No, I don't. I think people like to quote things do you know what I mean? Like, there's, they, they like, like to, to justify just, themselves. Yeah, they like to grab like little proverbs and then find ones that they like and just have it as like a little mantra or something. Like, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean they believe the Bible or believe it's the Word of God. They just enjoy slogans. Yeah, slogans. They like the little. I mean, if you can, if you can narrow something down to just a few words. And that can be kind of your... Yeah, like, with all things are possible. Oh, yeah. You know? We already talked about that. Okay, so to go back to the love your neighbor as yourself, and to go to here, it's impossible to love your neighbor as yourself if you're not loving the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. That as well is impossible. Jesus Christ came to earth, born of a woman, lived a perfect life, and did this. Mm-hmm. He's the, only, the one only one who has done it. Right. And so then people take that, and they just take part of what he said, and then they start chastising other people and say, you need to do this part that he said. Nobody comes to the Father but by me. Right. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the door. I am the bread of life. I am the vine. You are the branches. You need the whole story. Right. I'm actually, we're a homeschool family now. How do you feel about that? I'm not excited about it. Or you're excited. I mean, I am excited about it. And (laughs) Don't lie. (laughs) No, I have to because I don't want my... uh, children to be just the children to sense my apprehension yeah or uh yeah right i don't know the (laughs) word they sense it already i can't i can't hide my feelings we've been doing history though our my son our son my son your son our son right We're, we're conjugating we're going through sentence structure eventually i mean we're not actually actually doing it but eventually we will i assume sure in fourth grade but yeah. we're, I'm, I started history with them. And so it's the history of the United States of America. It's from a Christian perspective. It's from a homeschool outlet that is Christian-based. And since I learned in high school his story from my favorite teacher in high school, that's what I started teaching our son as well, is his story, which is all the history of people through the eyes, through the words of the Bible and Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So that's vastly different from a history that public schools are going to learn. There's some schools that actually want to abolish 
history <laughs> saying oh. that you shouldn't teach history anymore because it's so biased. Well, that's actually how you grow as a person is looking at history and looking at the mistakes that people have made, looking at the written accounts of eyewitnesses and learning from them and not repeating the mistakes that have always already been tried. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about history class. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah. Yeah. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Tolerance, see, history, blah, blah, blah. People <clears throat> putting signs in their yard. I think we covered it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've offended anybody by saying that I would never march for anything or, or questioning if a Christian would ever march for something. I think I didn't really cover that too much. Oh. Now yeah, that I'd I'm probably kinda... say a lot of things that... It's it's never our people. intent to offend anybody. Well, just because I don't like marching and walking and marathons doesn't mean I think people shouldn't do them. And that's I where just I, don't like it. I think that's where I get people uncomfortable is they assume that I'm against something when just it's because just... I don't think that I should be doing it. Right. So in the, in the question, and this was a loaded question um, to, to James and to other people that I've asked, I really wanted to know what they thought about it. Because um, I know that, you know, I, I, if you dig into nonprofits, there's some nonprofits that are better than others in the sense of utilizing the donations to actually do what they're saying they want to do. Right. And there's actually different organizations that kind of do a checks and balances on nonprofits. And you can, all that information is online kind of thing. I would rather just donate money to something rather than tell somebody that I'm going to walk a mile if you donate money or it could you support me walking that's where I don't get the unless they're doing something really funny you know <laughs> I kind of get that like the polar plunge like I want to see oh, that guy yeah. I want to see them just jump into some icy water and like you kind of so like it's almost, there's like a meanness involved to it then. No, they think it's fun. I think, yeah, so if you want to see me do this, I have to earn a certain amount of money. So then you can get your friends or whoever, yeah, I'd like to see that too. So then they give a little bit of money and, you know, I'm sure they agree that the... Maybe it's because nobody wants to see me do anything. Well, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> I'm actually shocked that people want to hear me at all, which I don't know. Maybe maybe not that many people want to anymore now that the star of the show isn't here. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Send your comments and questions and inquiries. I don't want to be, yeah. Yeah, you're here because I nobody else is. Yeah, I'm the, the, some you're, kind of default. Like, test, helping you test your... Who, who filled in for Ed McMahon when he was gone? Who knows who real, Ed McMahon is? Is that a real question? Did somebody fill in for him? You're here because, so first I was supposed to. You need to, to test your new. I need to test the equipment. Equipment. James was actually scheduled for tonight, but he had to cancel. Um, I've reached out to Tommy. Uh, we haven't, he, he's his schedule. He hasn't really gotten back to me with a schedule that he's open on. Um, we do have original Jim from the podcast. Original Jim. Original Jim. 
from the podcast at least because James is my He's original, the original Jim because we've known each other since kindergarten. He's the original. But for any the true original. The true original. Yeah. Maybe there should be a podcasting match <laughs> between Jim and James for the title of the original Jim. The original and the true original. Snap into an original Jim. Well, that's so, Jim, from the podcast, though, is, I believe, he's going to do this with me next Friday. Okay. So, I needed to test the equipment out to yeah. make sure that I know. And, my, and then all of this is going to be just... This is just... It's just going to be edited down to a five-minute... Oh, this is gold. A five-minute clip. What do you have? What's on your mind? Besides me not wanting to walk for different non... No, it's... Okay, I got to finish this thought because I'm not explaining it well and I know I'm not. I don't think a Christian would ever march. Why? Because Jesus never marched. There was a lot of injustice going on oh, in Rome at the yeah, time. Lots of And his kingdom was not of this world. Somebody shouted out to him actually, um, make my brother give me half of the inheritance that he has. And his answer to him, and I forgot which book of the bible this was in but he said who made me a judge between you like i'm that's not why i'm here i'm not here to solve petty disputes earthly matters he like, healed he, he healed first of all when people were brought to him when the invalid was brought to him through the roof the very first thing he said to him was your sins are forgiven and that shows more than anything else, why Jesus came to earth. The religious leaders at the time sneered at him and said, who is this that thinks that he can forgive people's sins? Only God can forgive sins. They were correct. Mm -hmm. Only God can forgive sins. But they were also blind. They didn't see that God was there right before them, right before their eyes. And that's where you get to... I, I, I apologize for going back to this, but the politician saying if Jesus was here, this is he would be doing He'd universal health care. He'd be marching against Rome, and he yes. would be trying to get... And that was the failure of the Israelites, is they thought that the Messiah was going to have an earthly kingdom like and was going to save them from the Romans. And that's still what people are making the mistake. The social gospel is still making that mistake saying that we can create a perfect society. We can, if we just concentrate on one sin at a time and we get that sin all taken care of, then we can move on to the next one and we can just create this perfect social healing and there will be no poor and there will be no hungry and It'll nobody will... Just like Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. McMahon. Can you say, Ayo? <laughs> no. But that's, that's the mistake of the, and I, there are so many people I know that honestly believe that that is what they're supposed to be doing as a Christian, is they're supposed to be going around and feeding the hungry and making sure that there's equality for everybody and all these different things. And there's nowhere in the Bible. There where never has been, and there never likely will be. The only way that they can justify that mindset is by 
picking out a few verses here and there and ignoring Jesus's own words. The poor you will always have. There's always going to be poor people everywhere. There's always going to be hungry people. The apostles themselves, after Jesus rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, many of them were poor, hungry, imprisoned, beaten, ridiculed, and ultimately killed. Except one? Everyone except John, according to church tradition. tradition. It's not. He was supposed, and I'm not going to go into well, that. There's, there's a story about him that's supposed, but it's conjecture, and we don't have proof, so I'm not going to say it. But he was exiled to the island of Patmos, and that's where he got, that's where he is thought to have written Revelation. Revelation or Revelations? I'm not sure if there's an S on I that. I thought it was plural. Is it plural? I think you may be right. Revelations. The, this idea that, and you've dealt with this too, where there's this mindset of being a Christian you're, is going to be about happiness. You're going to get your wildest dreams will come true. You're going to be rich and everything will be good for you. And it's the complete opposite. The reality and what the Bible teaches is the complete opposite of, of the, um, the social gospel, the prosperity gospel, the anything that you can put before the term gospel, American gospel, which is the show yeah, that you reference. Sh- right. There's actually two of them too. There's I don't remember the names of the two, but there's two great documentaries called American Gospel. And anything that I'm saying, they say it way better than I could. Yeah. Um, because what they're saying it off of is they're saying it off of the Bible. And when you take yourself away from the Bible and think that you know the right answer for something, you're going to always fail. There's a lawnmower. Can you guys hear that lawnmower right now? Usually he does that on Fridays. Yeah, it's not Friday today. And there's our turkeys as well. I wish that the podcast could see our turkeys because they're awesome. Okay, I think the lawnmower might be somewhat further away now. To kind of wrap this thought up, the changing, when when society tries to change the meaning of words, everybody fails to a certain extent. And maybe that's going to be next episode because there's a group <laughs> right now. And I don't know if I want to get into it about the group right now. And I apologize about the lawnmower. We're going to wrap this up, I think. Okay. Thank you, my beautiful wife. You're welcome. For being a part of this. For being a microphone tester. I might get you a pair of headphones someday. Well, I have some. We just need that adapter. There is always the adapter. Yeah. You can try and get things into the certain areas where you think they're supposed to go. But without the right adapter, you'll never get in there. You'll never make it fit. You'll never make it work. And I think that maybe is a good segue for being in Christ. You can try and live a Christian lifestyle to the best of your ability, but you're going to fail. The only way that you have a chance or a hope in heaven is by being in Christ and relying completely on Christ. And once you are in Christ, once you are truly saved, then you can go and love your neighbor as yourself. 
very unworthily. I kind of, uh, I think Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones used it in a sermon once that he was explaining that anything that we do out of love, praise, worship, glorifying God, it's like a little child doing a finger painting and giving it to their parent and the parent looking at it and loving it despite the fact that, that it's terrible. no good. It's horrible. It's, the worst. It's, it's just nobody would like but that. But you love it. But you love it because you know because that your child did it out of love yeah. for you. And that's the Christian walk is once you are in Christ, anything that you do to glorify God, it's it's nothing. Like it's it's just this finger painting that you I mean <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how much I need to over explain this. It's but that is the that's the mindset is you're not gonna earn your way into heaven once you completely submit our children Look how cute are watching us like we're caged animals. <laughs> wow. There goes my train of thought. I think I finished it. Yeah, no, I thought no, you finished. I think I'm good. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary.